Hello everybody. Uh, Tis the season for scary shit. It's yeah. Halloween uh, in a couple weeks. Well, actually, this coming week yeah. is Halloween. So uh, we're doing some Halloween-centric, scary-centric episodes, as I'm sure you guys are aware. Uh, this is Our Drunken History with Zach and Travis. Glad you guys could be here and join us with this. Uh, tonight, we are going over uh, a pretty scary motherfucker. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and put this out there, though, too. So this episode, before we tell you who it is or what it is, has some very graphic and gory details. There's some really messed up shit that yeah. this guy did. So if you don't want to hear about it, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you'll don't, learn. Yeah. Don't, don't watch it, but still hit like and subscribe, please. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> other people like it. Yeah. Uh, I bet this stuff. Uh, it's a little disturbing. And it's good. even more so because it is factual. Yes. So, uh, anyway, uh, we are we are covering uh, Vlad the Impaler, uh, so, who is kind of the uh, the influence for Count Dracula. Yeah. So, uh, Bram Stoker that wrote the uh, Dracula. Dracula. Uh, I thought there was like another more title to it or whatever, but it was. He, he basically invented Dracula, and he based yeah. that character mainly off of the exploits of Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Well, and his name was actually Vlad Dracula. Yeah, which means the devil in Romanian. Yeah. Uh, That's what was neat, though, too. It's like uh, originally it meant dragon, and over the years, he was Vlad the dragon. Yeah. And it got through translation and evolution of the word. The game telephone. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> things change over time. So Vlad the Devil in modern Romanian now. Yeah, a guy had a uh, a pretty terrible life. Yeah, when when you break it down, all the shit that he went through, uh, everything that he did, he was not a good person. Well, it's crazy because depending on who you talk to, uh, because of some of the stuff he went through and some of the things he did. Part of Romania actually celebrates him still. He, he's kind of almost a he's, hero. To, yeah, a folk hero in a, in a roundabout way. And who, then if you ask anybody with like Ottoman descent, he is the devil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, he did. So some of the things that he he did were yeah, pretty a little pretty rough. Yeah, pretty rough. Yeah, bad guy. So uh, where do you want to start first on this? This is a uh, he. There's a, there's a lot of a lot to talk about with Vlad. He uh, he actually so he uh, ran an area of what is now Romania called uh, Wallachia. A lot of people a lot of people associate Dracula with Transylvania, which is another section of Romania. Yeah, uh, just to the north of Wallachia. Uh, but most of his exploits, uh, he he was the the ruler of Wallachia three separate times. Yeah. Over the course of his life. And, and back at this time, there was... And, well, he fought that control with one of his brothers. Yeah. So people back then... It almost reminds me of Game of Thrones, almost. They was uh, people killing and stabbing their own brothers yeah. for power yeah. within that area back then. Yeah. Uh, his his dad was originally the ruler yeah. of, of Wallachia. And he was that was Vlad Dracul. Yeah, Vlad Dracul. And then, and then uh, 
And then so it's confused. There's a lot of Vlads. Apparently, they only run around with like four names in Romania. Well, I guess because yeah, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler was Vlad the Third. His yeah. dad was Vlad the Second. Yeah. So Dracula, then when they add the A at the end, means son, son of. of. Yeah. So he was the son of Dracul. So it, but then that evolved into Dracula. Yeah. The. Uh, he he ran it with his his brother Radu. Yeah, that was actually his older brother, wasn't it? It was. I believe the, I believe Radu was his younger brother. Okay. Yeah, they were because they were held hostage by the Ottoman Empire. That's right. They they in their early life they they're sent there by uh, as like part of a um, uh, almost like a peace deal with them originally. Like they they were held captive by the Ottomans. And, yeah. And by by doing that, they were held hostage to help ensure that. Wallachia wouldn't invade the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, but the the I guess the the good thing about it, they the Ottomans actually put them through school and, and yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like your normal. You're a hostage. It was like yeah, you're you're a hostage, but you also get to learn shit. Like you're and, not just a yeah. You're not a slave. You're not a you know. They kind of held a prisoner. Them as, yeah, per se. And since they were, I guess technically, they put them up in a pretty good house yeah yeah they were still considered i guess royalty in a way because they were they were they were treated okay for being you know essentially pow's and by the end of it though they they said he could speak like six different languages mm -hmm. um they taught they learned how to fight they taught them combat skills and yeah. um uh, and different military tactics from their army and so he actually learned quite a bit yeah. to, that he used later <laughs> yeah it all it all came into play later on in life but he was still, I guess he held a pretty good grudge against the Ottomans for having to live with them for for the first part of his life. Yeah, so. I don't like all my teachers either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was he was ordered by Mehmed II, uh, who was the Ottoman sultan, okay. to pay homage in person. And Vlad didn't want to. Oh, he didn't yeah. want to do that. He said, "Fuck you." Yeah. So when he was, that was this was the first time that he was in power, right? Mm -hmm. And the Ottoman Sultan or Ottoman King sent a uh, envoy, and at the time the Ottomans were really expanding their empire. Yeah. And uh, they wanted to absorb, uh, uh, what's it, the Wak? Uh, Wallachia. They wanted to absorb. That sounds made up. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to absorb Wakula into the uh, <laughs> Wallachia. Wallachia. <laughs> they wanted. <laughs> they wanted to take it over. They wanted to take it over, and they wanted Vlad to come to to show up and pledge his allegiance yeah. to the to the king and pay. They wanted him to pay even pay like a a, a dowry. Or, uh, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And uh, now he uh, he executed the envoy. And he, yeah, he had he, there was two envoys, and he had them impaled. Now you guys know what impaled is, but it's basically you get a big sharp stick shoved up your asshole. Yeah, and then they put them on display out in front mm, of the castle. Yeah, it's a, called a pike. And, and uh, didn't they send? I think they sent one of them to the king or something. You always like you always send one guy back to tell yeah. the story. And uh, so the but yeah, he he then attacked Ottoman territory and he killed literally tens of thousands. Of people, he pretty much went on a. He took. He gathered. He was able to gather up an army, and basically convince people that the Ottomans were going to take over if they didn't do something about it. And yeah. so they went on this scorched earth raid of Ottoman territory, just slitting throats. Some people and lives. Some people had bloodlines. 
And that's what he did. Well, it, he, the thing is though too, he didn't just kill like military. He went and wiped out entire villages. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he not was only, fucked up. Yeah, and not only did he kill like all the people, but he went and killed livestock and burned crops yeah. and destroyed everything going through. And it was, and then the word got out of how he was. He was just a cruel. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is kind of funny. No, no, funny. Ironic, I guess. That some of the books about him were later bestsellers through Germany. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. <laughs> Taking notes, I guess. They're that's the studying for their future. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was his his dad and his brother were were killed, uh, and he uh, basically became the heir to the throne. Yeah. After this, for his first his first reign. Uh, John Hunyadi, which I kept thinking was Hyundai. That's why the car company, Hyundai. They they launched the campaign, the campaign against the Ottomans. Uh, Vlad, because so it was his uncle was was Vlad the second, yeah, Vladislav, and and John Hyundai. <laughs> uh, they launched this war against the Ottomans. Yeah. So Vlad took advantage of their absence. Okay, yeah, he, that's right. Yeah. He was like, well, now I'm the boss. Now that they're gone, I'm just going to yeah, step in. Yeah, I'm going to take here. over, yeah. <laughs> so he did. He uh, he basically broke in and uh, took over. And while he was there, uh, the Ottomans kind of took over. They took over for him. Yeah, they... Uh, they, they dethroned him. Yeah, so basically they, they got pushed back and they had actually moved into that territory and they were going to surround the the castle right and so because what he when they went on that campaign of killing everything it pissed off the ottomans pretty bad and and the 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 king of of the ottoman empire sent like a hundred thousand troops or something like that yeah and uh they uh so he knew that the gig was going to be up because he didn't have enough men to to fight that type of force off and he, he fled the country for a little while after that to kind of regroup. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess while he was like in exile, he, he had like made some friends with some other neighboring well, kingdoms. Or he moved to Moldavia, which is... So Romania is three separate states, right? It's, yeah. it's Wallachia, uh, Transylvania, Moldavia. Yeah. I'll make up Romania. So he ended up in Moldavia, where his mom's brother was the boss. Was, okay, was, yeah, yeah uh, his name was Bogdan. He was eventually murdered by uh, fucked up names. Peter the Third Aaron was the, <laughs> the guy. The Peter the Third Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, but he, Peter the Third Aaron murdered Vlad's uncle. Vlad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody fled to Transylvania. To get Uncle Hyundai to come in and be like, so it's like somebody gets stabbed and they run away. It's like almost like a Monty Python run away. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that that ended the three year truce where Vlad was held captive. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that 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 king of Wallachia had had a truce with the Ottomans at that Correct. point. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
So Vlad returned to Moldavia where he dethroned Peter the Third Aaron. Uh, and after that, he kind of goes off the grid for a while. Like nobody kind of nobody really knows. There's no records of where he went. And that's the thing too. Some of the records on this has been pieced together because a lot of it had been yeah. lost for a long time, and they found actually some of these records stored. Uh, I want to say it was in the Vatican. They had some of that stuff stored. I'm sure, man. They have yeah. all kinds of records down. And they, they I, watched, to, I watched Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Well, it's because <laughs> for the longest, all of his story uh, was thought to have been kind of a myth or legends, and then they actually actually found documents to Where support it's all actually this. cataloged. Yeah. Yeah. So he ends up back in Wallachia. Nobody really knows how he got like <laughs> where, how or when. Like yeah. he just showed up. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Hungarian support uh, in around uh, 1456. I mean, that's what he did. He went on a recruiting tour. He just went around. Pretty trying, much, yeah. yeah. Find politicking. Good. Yeah. Showing uh, his troops. Vladislav II, Uncle Vlad, he died uh, during an invasion, right? Yeah. So Vlad sent a letter to the burghers, and he promised them that he would protect them in case of an Ottoman invasion uh, of Transylvania. But he also asked for their assistance if the Ottomans attacked Wallachia. So they were yeah, form, forming a truce. Yeah. a truce. Yeah, yeah, a handshake agreement to, hey, we got your back if you got ours. Yeah. The thing is, <laughs> he just started killing motherfuckers then. <laughs> so yeah, in order to, uh, that is one thing. So he, when they're talking about just killing everybody, that's one thing he observed when they're going back to when he was a kid and captured, uh, or as a, an Ottoman prisoner. Prisoner, yeah. The Ottomans were known to be pretty ruthless, too, and how yeah. they had treated some of their subjects and different things. And that was kind of the one thing he took from them that he learned was ruling with an iron fist type stuff. But then he just took it up a notch a little bit. Yeah, like it, he didn't even just kill people that were bad. He just killed people in general. Well, so one of the things is, I wonder, if, I'll have to look and see if this is during his second. One of the things I thought was, was pretty messed up that he did uh he went on a killing spree of vagrants and the poor basically uh there was people that uh he pretty much described them as they didn't contribute to society yeah they were they were so he was exterminating them basically yeah and like so he went through and exterminated people that didn't that didn't contribute basically didn't pay their taxes yeah. or didn't have jobs or were beggars. He 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 marketed it as uh, he was trying to. It was, a, it was a cleansing. He was cleaning up the city basically. Yeah. yeah. But it was thousands of people that he just got rid of, and uh, and he put a lot of them on on sticks out in front of the. Yeah. He yeah he. Uh... And to, and to make it even worse though too, he justified some of the stuff. He was he was actually. A tried to say a lot of this was based off of religion. He was very, um, I don't even know how you describe it. He he said he was devout in his beliefs or whatever. It's very egocentric. But uh, he he uh, had a very hard spot in his heart for adulterers. Did you have you did you read about what he did to women caught mm. cheating on their husbands? So if a woman was convicted of adultery, 
she got impaled on, on a pike in front of the castle. But, and here's one of those disclaimers that we was talking about earlier, impaled I, through the vagina, through the vagine, Oof. and then stuck on a stick out in front of the castle as a warning to all other women to be, not to be uh, cheaters and adulterers. Jesus. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So, hmm. he was, so cleaning out the, the vagrants and the, and, and the, the adulterers. And the cheaters. And the cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he had, he had a second run as the leader. Yeah. Uh, where he killed a whole bunch of people. And they, he kind of went off the deep end in that run. Like, that's kind of the... Yeah, he was... Like, the the first one, like, he impaled a couple people. Yeah. But then he got, like, a... Like, the, the envoys and everything. But the second one was just, like, the dude went fucking bananas. And it, and it, and it just kind of kept escalating. And that's where some of the legends of him, too, and how the story of Dracula kind of evolved is during the second period. The uh, There was rumors that he was drinking the blood of yeah. these, these victims of his executions and... And even cannibalism was was accused. I don't think there was ever any proof that he actually did it. But you know those rumors kind of get started and they yeah. go too. And it, and I don't think he did anything to stop it though. The rumors or anything either. Because well, I wanted, mean, why would you? Yeah. If, if you're feared, why not want to be feared more? And it's like he fed off of it and just yeah. got worse and worse. So yeah, during the second reign is when he did. So I was wrong earlier about the. I, was, I just read about it. The. Uh, Got my timeline a little messed up. The when he went on the whole burning and pillaging rampage basically was during his second reign. After he kind of cleaned house and and uh, Wallachia and got rid of their their social problems there, I guess the way they wanted. He, he took it on the road. He took it on the road and decided to invade the Ottomans again, and uh, and that's when they said he had on during that campaign he killed twenty three thousand Turks during that campaign and a lot of that was just burning villages and and uh just destroying everything in their path well i know the saxons were like merchants and they had set up shop yeah and he had kind of a a handshake agreement with them yeah that they could stay there as long as they treated everybody equally the 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 wallachians the Transylvanians. Yeah. As long as they did business with everybody and they didn't limit who they were doing business with, they were cool. Well, eventually, they, uh, the Saxons decided that they were going to confiscate some steel from the Wallachians. They stole. Yeah. Well, after that, Vlad cleaned house on the Saxons <laughs> and he impaled every Saxon that he could find and their children. Yeah. In, he, the, like, in front of them. Exactly. Yeah, he like would leave some of the men for last. He would impale their wives, and so kids. they could watch everything. Yeah, yeah, and then then they got impaled too. Yeah, uh, it, it was crazy. Like making people, oh, and he would burn the children alive in front of their parents. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Yeah, I don't have kids. I have dogs. If someone burn one of my dogs, I'd go fucking nuts. Couldn't well, imagine he, with a kid. He was killing people's pets too. Like, yeah, was, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. You know what? I'd shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the thing. There's probably a lot of people that was trying to 
You know how paranoid you'd be, probably? Hell yeah. Because then you're doing all this shit, and you're thinking, man, somebody's going to have it out for me after all this stuff. Like, Yeah. Some people get really, really, really uh, confident yeah. <laughs> that they're okay. Yeah. Like, they're they're not, man. Well, yeah, and then the 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 Ottoman king, that was, who was that? was um, Mehmed II? Yeah, Mehmed. Mehmed II. Yeah. So, it, so he raised an army of 150,000 to, to fight. To go to, against To go against him, yeah. Vlad's people. Vlad, yeah. And they had some pretty big bloody battles for that too yeah, yeah. so what during one of their uh the the turks and the ottomans had such a large army they pushed them the the wallachians back into their own territory and back mm -hmm. and they had actually made a a camp outside the castle and they kind of had the place surrounded and they were wanting to vlad them to surrender and they weren't going to surrender and uh that's one of the, the kind of showed how crazy he was. He snuck out of the castle like they have a hundred thousand Turks surrounding this castle. He snuck out in the middle of the night by himself and walked and like since he could speak the the language, yeah. he uh, said he disguised himself like a Turk and walked through the Turkish camp looking for the Sultan's tent. Yeah, and he was going to go murder the Sultan yeah. in his sleep, assassinate, assassinate him. Yeah. And so he said it was, there were, one night he did this and he said he finally found the tent, but it was getting late and it was about to be daybreak. And so he decided to go back to the castle, but he knew what tent it was. So the next night he launched this attack and went in and found this tent during the attack and murdered everybody in the tent, but it was, it was the wrong tent and he was, he didn't have the right one. So he went all this, this, uh. His recon mission and his, his intel yeah. was a little bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> Remember we went to Iraq? <laughs> yeah, it's had some poor intel there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, poor intel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, you can imagine that though. You're the the king and you're sneaking into the enemy camp in the middle of the night by Ballsy. yourself. Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah. But he was like a like an OG Green Beret. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, so yeah i guess uh after his failed assassination attempt there they had, since they were outnumbered that's what kind of really ended his second his reign. second reign yeah <laughs> and they had to flee again you know what though as much as he was like a bad guy like i admire his uh backbone to stand up to that big of a force oh yeah he just, was Ruthless and fearless, that's for yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah. I see he he did end up when he went on his, his run when he took off, he ended up going into the Carpathian Mountains. Uh and he was seeking help from a guy named Math Matthias Corvinus. Yeah. Uh and he was hoping that Matthias Corvinus would help regain the throne. Radu, the brother, yeah. the younger brother, he offered uh a little a little coin they their their money was called ducats yeah so he offered to pay 15,000 ducats to the uh the burgers of brazov to uh kind of hide everybody okay yeah so they they hid for a while um corvinus came to transylvania Matthias 
to kind of negotiate with Vlad about regaining the throne. Yeah, how they were going to kind of go about taking it back. and, and Yeah, uh, and eventually uh, Matthew Corvinus ordered the capture of Vlad. Yeah, because basically what they were negotiating about is Vlad still wanted to kill the Ottomans. They still wanted to be. He was still trying to raise an army mm-hmm. to go attack the Ottomans again, and uh, Corvinus didn't want to fight another war. Right. So he basically, basically, they were at a stalemate on their negotiations, and he just elected to throw Vlad in prison, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was uh, held in the city of Belgrade, not Serbia. But Belgrade, uh, Romania, which is now called Elba Iulia. Um, then he was taken to uh, Visgrad, where he was held for 14 years in prison. Man, that's when you, you see the prison montage, and he's doing push-ups and pull-ups on his yeah, prison bars. Yeah, just, just, just thinking of revenge. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. He was he was the key holder. Yeah. Think, yeah. In 1475, Stephen III of Moldavia... Uh, sent his envoys to Matthew Corvinus asking him to send Vlad back to that back to Wallachia. He wanted to secure a, a ruler, or he wanted to secure secure Wallachia for a ruler who had been who had been the enemy of the Ottoman Empire. They finally agreed to release Vlad, uh, but he was only released after he converted to Catholicism. Yeah, that was what his his free pass was. I don't know if it helped that much. <laughs> Not they thought it might hold the leash on him a little yeah. bit, but, but you know, this the thing. It's like they started getting their butt kicked, and they said, "Well, we've got to have to let this guy out because he's the only one that's been able to to fight these guys off." Yeah, they he's, yeah they needed him, but they, they that was the deal they made. Yeah, come be a Catholic, and then we'll let you go. He, he was their their ace in the hole. <laughs> Man, I don't know that I would go that far to let someone who had just impaled thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, but, you know. And it's like it's like that scene in the longest yard when they when they go to death row to get the guy to be on the football team. Yeah, they know he'll beat the shit out of all the guards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, but you know the Ottomans. You know they weren't the nicest bunch either, though. They were pretty pretty guilty of. They were brutal, brutal. No, they they were when they took over a territory. If you didn't convert to to Islam at that time, they were kind of doing the same thing to people. They weren't impaling people, but they were killing them, killing them, and taking people into slavery and different yeah. things, or conscripting them into the army. Like you're gonna have to fight, and they usually they were the first ones they sent in because they were just expendable. They felt, but yeah, so he that's what set up his third and final reign as. Well, Matt, Matthew Corn- Corvinus. Uh, recognized Vlad as the ruler of of Wallachia after he converted to Catholicism, let him go, did not provide him military support. Okay, yeah. So Vlad, he went back to Wallachia, set up in his his castle again. That's the thing, too. He didn't go into that much detail about this castle, but there's pictures of it. We'll put that on the video. This castle's up on the top of a mountain overlooking like a valley. It's a fucking Dracula castle. It looks creepy as hell. And it's, and she's like, yep, that's Dracula's castle. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You see that castle, it's like, yep, that's where some bloodthirsty monster would live. Yeah. (laughs) A guy who's got bodies on sticks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, a group of soldiers, not too long after that, were chasing a thief and they ended up just going into Vlad's house. And, uh, 
They didn't knock or anything. They just came in. So he had all them executed. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to knock. Like, no military support. The guy was just good at drumming up support. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess people were afraid of him, though, too. It's like, if we don't support him, he's going to... Put us on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Make a popsicle out of us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He ended up moving to Transylvania in June of 1475. Um, I think that's where they probably got where Dracula was tra- from I, yeah, Transylvania. Yeah, I, I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, he went legit for a while. He bought his own home. <laughs> <laughs> he tried retirement for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But Matthias Corvinus eventually reached out to him and said, hey. There's a fight brewing with our old buddies, the Ottomans. Yeah. So they reached out to... to We're getting the band back together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So they, they reached out to Vlad, uh, and the fight the fight was back on. He sent uh, Vlad into Serbia to fight against the Ottomans, uh, and in Bosnia, and uh, he restored, or he resorted to his terror tactics, mass impaling... Of Turkish soldiers massacring civilians and conquering settlements. <laughs> so there's really no, there's just no telling how many people this guy was responsible for. Yeah, for. because I mean, they kept decent records, but there's yeah, as many people as they as they burned and dismembered and different things like eight. Yeah, it, they yeah. don't know how many they they ended up with. Yeah, yeah, but he had a serious. Reputation uh, and basically a price on his head. The Ottomans hated him because of that, and they were pretty much at that point wanting to to get to him at all costs. Yeah, they wanted. They didn't only think at that point cared if they won or lost the war. They just wanted to kill Vlad. Right. Yeah. There. There is. So he died. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually, he, he did die. Uh. Yeah, he got surrounded. And he had at the time when he was. Uh, he had a army of two thousand. It was like his personal soldiers at that point, and they pretty much got surrounded and all, yeah, all killed in a, yeah. at his final battle where he was finally overtaken and out, overpowered. Yeah, he uh, his his corpse was discovered in a, in a marsh uh, by monks that were from a nearby monastery, and no one knows where he was buried there's rumors well so the thing is too there's also rumors that because his he had such a fierce reputation is one reason why they may not have found his body is because they think he was completely dismembered and his pieces were scattered and they said they said they sent his head back to the ottoman king in in turkey to as to to put on display on a stick out in front of their castle but nobody knows what happened to his body they said like they strode it to the four corners of the Ottoman Empire because they didn't want it. He had some sort of mythical powers, they thought, and he might reincarnate. The guy was hardcore as fuck. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. Do you think he had kids? Uh, He did end up having, he had two wives. I see that. And I think he did have a kid. Yeah, a daughter, I think. Uh, No, he had a son too. Vlad's eldest son. Born in 1462, an unnamed second son was killed before 1486. Yeah. And a third son, Vlad Dracwilia, uh, laid claim to Wallachia around 1495. But pretty much, though, too, even after... So after that, he had such a reputation. Like, they told stories of I mean, you think about it, he, he... 
this bad motherfucker, like, A, just a bad person. Like yeah. A, yeah. But also, like, a, a obviously a very skilled warrior, a uh, skilled leader. Yeah. But just you because know? the sheer number of people, I mean, I'm sure some of it was out of fear, but he, he could get people to support him and follow him. He, he started with nothing more than once. Yeah. And was able to get thousands of people to follow him. Yeah. You know, the this shows how strong his influence was and and they they wrote stories about him for hundreds of years after that fear and or respect yeah yeah and uh you just think about all the influence that we have now from him from in pop culture yeah different story all they had all these stories and characters movies kids, yeah kid stuff no, Dracula's had a huge he's had a huge influence and a huge following today. Yeah. I I personally never dressed like him during Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I think I did once when I was a kid. Yeah. The uh most people have. Oh yeah, at least at least one time and now you got the the sexy vampires now like a little <laughs> wrong with that. I'll take a sexy vampire. Uh the it's funny though the the vampire teeth. I remember the the cheap plastic vampire teeth they'd cut your gums or whatever yeah. now they have like these little clip-on like glue-on teeth that you can i bought a set for this episode and like i don't know why they don't really fit in the mouth <laughs> they're sitting on my sink by my bathroom sink or by the sitting by yeah. my, on my bathroom sink and i was trying to think of a way we could do a an intro to this video and i didn't know how we could find stuff to impale on the lawn Is... out there <laughs> i really like you but i don't want to put my mouth on your neck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, be fighting, yeah. just spin out fur ball. <laughs> that's that's my vampire defense. That's, right there. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Just need to weave some garlic in there with that's it. Right. I, we had a we went on date night last night, so I trimmed down the the beard quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it does feel better. So like yeah, when uh, the garlic and stuff. So a lot of the you got Bram Stoker that Stroker Stoker Stoker, Stoker, Stoker. that uh, that wrote the vampire or Count Dracula story that based all of that off of Vlad the Impaler. But that's where a lot of those uh, vampire... The cross. The cross, the silver bullet. The silver yeah. bullet was werewolves. Well, it, it, that was part of it. ended up being part of the mythical lore of vampires, though, too. It was like a beheading, a really? cross, a, a stake to the heart. Yeah. The turning into a bat. Because about the same time that they wrote this story and stuff, the Victorian era, they actually discovered vampire bats. Like, they didn't know they existed up until this really? point. And I didn't they know saw that. these bats drinking blood of animals and yeah. stuff. And they said, it's vampires. They're turning into bats. And uh, there's whole... We'll talk about that that's, next week. That's so, so when I was a kid, I used to watch a show called Eureka's Castle. Yeah. And it was like puppets. Oh, okay. And uh, Batley was the vampire. <laughs> Batley. Yeah. See, I don't remember... I, I might have seen that show, but I don't know if I remember it. Though. It was a good show. I think it was probably only a couple seasons, but I used to really like it. But yeah, think that you got how much that story evolved. You have Vlad the Impaler killing women and children and everybody in his path, and that get that story gets redone and reworked. And now he's a kid's like a cartoon character or Count Count Dracula on the Sesame Street. Even like you have a kid's yeah. puppet character based off of yeah serial, yeah based off of somebody that's so horrible. Yeah, but uh. I did like From Dusk Till Dawn. That we was talking about. I, that's a, another good one. 
They, uh, That's a good vampire movie. The, the Vampire Strippers. That was pretty yeah. good. I liked it a lot better than the Zombie Strippers movie. I don't think I ever saw that one. <laughs> it's It wasn't good. <laughs> uh, but, uh... But yeah, the, the, all the all the different vampire movies that have came out over the years, based off of this one guy, you know. Yeah. The uh, so what so what was your favorite vampire movie? You think? When I was a kid, I used to like the Monster Squad, and it was about a group of like, so it was like all the Halloween monsters. Like there was, the vampire was like the head bad guy, but there was the 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 swamp monster. Oh, okay. There was uh, the werewolf guy. There was a mummy. There was Frankenstein, and Frankenstein ended up being like a good guy. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was like a group of kids kind of united to fight off the, the 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 Halloween movie. It wasn't necessarily a strictly a vampire movie, but the Halloween bad guys. Yeah. But then as I got older, I I and uh, and Lost Boys okay came yeah. out. You know, Kiefer Sutherland and oh yeah, I I really did like Lost Boys as a kid. That was uh oh I'm thinking of Interview of the Vampire. That was the uh. That was Brad Pitt and, uh, and uh, Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise. That was a, I, that was a good one. Um, I actually that was a really good book. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever read the book on that. that they was, that was they Stephen have King, a they it? have a series now. No, that was uh, I don't remember. It wasn't Stephen King. I don't oh, okay. remember who wrote that. But they have a series now. Really? That is that is that book. Oh, okay. And it's not based on the movie. It's just based on the book. It's a different interpretation of the book. Basically. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. Well, they got all those TV shows out now, too. That HBO series that was on for a while, uh, True Blood. That was all about vampires. Never saw that. Cajun vampires down in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just noodling catfish and biting necks. Yeah. <laughs> noodling, that's a good way to put it. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I, 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 still, I still like vampire yeah. stories and shit. I, I like, I like the vampire stories that are are gritty and you know you could, I, the the vampire movies like, uh, Twilight. That's just I saw the first one on a flight and uh, I did not care for them. No offense to anybody who does, it's just not my shit. Oh yeah, that uh, there and I watched. My wife was a big fan of the books, so we went and watched the movies and stuff and and. Even she said she was a huge fan of the books, but she even said that the movies were pretty corny. That oh. they didn't really do the books justice, and yeah. and that the the acting was a little, a little subpar, wanting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, but yeah, there there's there's been some good vampire movies, some good and some bad ones out there. Yeah, but it all goes back to yeah. I mean, life. when when you have multiple movies made. Based on your legacy, yeah, like that says a lot about how much impact you've had. Yeah, you think that was in the late 1400s, so you were t- we're talking uh, 500 years later, we're still yeah. talking about the guy. Yeah, so that's leaving a lasting legacy, that's for sure. Good on you there, Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, guys, we're gonna sign off. We really appreciate you uh, tuning in for this episode. I want you to have a wonderful safe halloween uh don't drink and drive if you go to a party have a dd have a plan call uh uh, an uber or lyft um parents check over your kids candy if they're going to be doing trick-or-treating that's right uh 
we got we appreciate all your support check make sure you check us out on uh on here on youtube uh twitter instagram uh where else we at well on, on tiktok so we've got all the all the social media covered so find us on there give us a follow uh they've released a new podcast player i don't know if you've seen it or not uh, it's called good pods we're on there and uh, if you follow, if you're, if you like to read, there's a, there's a website, it's called Goodreads and it's like a website where you can recommend books to each other. Well, this Good Pods is based off of that to where oh, nice. you can rate the show and then recommend, the, send to a friend, send it to a friend. It's almost like social media and podcasting combined. So it's, it's a new thing they're going through. I got us hooked up on there. Nice. So check us out on all the major podcast players. We appreciate all your support and, uh. We hope to see you next time. Happy Halloween.